Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Welcome to this podcast from Silverdale Baptist Church. We hope to provide you and your family with practical, relevant, and most importantly, biblical strategies so that you can grow and thrive this holiday season. Welcome back in to the Silverdale Baptist Church podcast. As we are finishing up this discussion on thriving in the holiday season, And I have to say to the two of you, Caroline and Taylor, how much I have enjoyed these discussions with you both and and hearing your heart, hearing your strategies. It it really has helped me be more creative and and think about ways that I want to grow and and, and thrive in, in my own home and with my own families. And so thank you for being vulnerable, being transparent and and discussing with me. You're welcome. Well, I, I, I have to confess, I feel challenged, right? I I feel convicted uh, about what we can do in our own home. And from that conviction come ideas, you know, things that I think about when we uh, go away from the microphones and and we're on our way home or or even uh, in the evenings when I'm talking with Julie or or at work, just thinking, okay, well, you know, how can I uh, be about some of these things? Like we talked about giving and being sincere. We talked about, you know, how do we budget and plan for that? And, you know, we, we talked about in the, in the very, very first podcast, we talk about, you know, bringing joy and peace and, you know, bringing those into the home. And yeah. so it's been maybe more than any other time in my life, it's been, okay, am I being intentional with my family? Am I th- even thinking through a plan to accomplish a goal. I mean, and that's what's so wonderful about these discussions is the synergy that happens in just us brainstorming. Oh yeah, it's been so fun. That I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought of certain ideas without hearing from the two of you your thoughts on things. And so, you know, certainly my hope and our plan is that we continue this in 2021 that we continue to talk strategies with uh with our families as as we move into 2021. I'm sure there's not a whole lot more that needs to be said in terms of us being okay with 2020 ending, right? Or any view. Oh, yes. I'm pretty excited for 2021 and what it could possibly bring. What it could possibly bring. Well, we're, we're all excited this time of year, right? Uh, we're, we're excited for a new year. That's been true every year, but I'm not sure of a year in my lifetime, Ben, which I, I realize that you know, I'm younger than you. So, you know, in my lifetime, yes, we're not talking about your lifetime because I haven't been alive that That's long. That's true. That's true. I'll tell you about but, the old days. But in my lifetime, let me tell you about the gold rush. I can't think, <laughs> I can't think of <laughs> another year in which I've been more ready for the calendar to turn over. At the same time, I can't think of another year where I have been more thoughtful about planning for the coming year. 
in terms of we always think about goals. We think about like, hey, you know, what's your New Year's resolution? That's kind of a popular phrase at a Christmas party or, you know, something that it actually induces more angst. Oh, yes. No question. Yeah. I, I than mean, anything else. Yeah, that's right. And I don't even know why we still ask that question, because lots of people have talked about how New Year's resolutions really don't do very much. But I will say this, that I'm probably approaching 2021 more thoughtful than ever before. And so that's probably a combination of, of the year that we've had that we're all ready to get out of, but also because of the way the two of you have made me think about, hey, having goals is good, but having a strategy is better and executing that strategy is best. So then, then how do we carry them over? How do we carry all of what we've discussed from the last three episodes into 2021? Great question. And and that's what we we need to talk about today is what are what are your strategies or maybe even just one what is one strategy of how we're going to plan for twenty twenty one not not create resolutions maybe we don't even call it goals necessarily but what is one strategy that we have for planning twenty twenty one what is there something you've done in the past is there something that you're wanting to do moving forward but. But it is good that we plan, knowing that, you know, like it says in Proverbs, that in his heart man plans, but God directs our steps. So, of course, we're going to be open. We're going to be flexible to, to allow God to do whatever he's going to do. But there's wisdom that comes in planning. Taylor, I'm, I'm really interested in hearing your answer on this because I think mine's going to be pretty laughable. So, Well, that, go ahead. I enjoy I hearing laugh, Caroline. <laughs> let's, I mean, let's go. So we're talking about plans. Right. Right. We're talking about that there's wisdom in plans. However, a lot of the times, Matt and I just wing it. You're the only ones. <laughs> yeah, no one else does <laughs> that. No I've never wa- you know, winged it before. That's right. You know, guys, I, I remember when Connor, when our oldest son was born, and we were in the hospital. And, and when you're in the hospital, is as kind of chaotic and as stressful as that is. And, and he, was, he was born a little earlier than we, we thought, so we weren't quite as planned and prepared as, as we'd hoped to be. But it was okay, because you could press a button, and, and they bring you whatever you want. Um, our, our boys were, were born in a really, really nice hospital. Yeah, we, I was getting ready to say, which hospital were, were you guys at? No, listen, listen. It's called sounds Hogue like a Hospital. Hotel. Where were you? It, it happened like to hotel. me. It's Hogue Hospital, Newport Beach. They give you a filet mignon Shout dinner. Out. Orange County. Filet mignon. A filet mignon dinner on your last night. All the rooms had ocean view because it's, it's your last people, meal. This is why <laughs> right. people live in Southern California right, because it. their hospitals yeah, are Yeah, that's, that's why we pay all that money for that. But it was okay because we could press that button and get, and get whatever we needed. But then one day, after us being there a couple nights, they come wheeling in a cart. Oh, you couldn't stay forever? For us to load our stuff up. I remember thinking, first of all, I was mad at the nurse. And I thought she was incompetent at her job because she didn't know me. And she was going to send me home with a baby. And there was nothing about me that said I was qualified to raise another human being. And so I left the hospital, Caroline, with that mentality of I'm just going to wing it. And that's and what he's we still alive. And he's still alive. He made it. He made it. Not only that, you have three more. So good for you, you guys. Got three more, right? Yeah. But that's what we tend to do, right? We just wing it. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out as we go along. And one of the things that that certainly we learn about God as we read through His Word, never in the history of ever has He ever winged anything. And so, I'm so thankful for that. Absolutely. And and so there has to be some strategies that we can biblical strategies that we can adapt in in our planning as we even look forward into the new well i love the fact that you just said our planning because sometimes i might have a plan 
But if I don't communicate that effectively with my wife, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. It has to be our plan. We as a family have to work together. So we have Julie and I have to communicate. We have to pray. We have to think through, you know, what are some things that that we uh, desire? What, what are our, our, you know, where are we? Going in 2021 as a family, what do we want to accomplish? What do we want to do? And we have to communicate those things effectively and and develop a strategy that then we communicate with our children because it doesn't really do us any good if we say, well, we want to you know, get out of debt in 2021 and we don't tell each other that, then one of us is probably going to get off track and if one of us holds the other accountable, we're not going to be we're not going to understand what we're being held accountable to because it wasn't something we agreed upon to start with. So where does it start for you? It starts really in a couple places. One, it begins long before now in terms of December, in terms of really reviewing 2020, trying to to look back through some things. I have a notebook that I jot things down in throughout the year, look back through that notebook and try to figure out, OK, what are try to really remember what what. The year was like, which this year is not very hard. I mean, we we had uh, it all looks the same, right? It's all I mean, blurred. It's, it's pretty pretty simple to do that. But then t- to ask my wife to do the same thing, uh, to and to pray about it individually, and then come together and pray about it together, and then sit down, take some time to to actually sit down and say, okay. What do we want to be true about twenty twenty one? What are we looking to do? I, I'll tell you. Last year in 2019, the thing that Julie and I really wanted to do in 2020 was we wanted to figure out what does it mean to be a member of our family? What are the values and principles we're trying to impart to our children so that when our boys are 25, oh, when our daughter, that. when our daughter one day, Lord willing, gets married and, and, you know, all three of them, they begin their own families and they they reflect back on who they are and what it meant to be a part of our family what are the principles or values that they're going to carry with them? So we've really tried to spend 2020 defining those things. So we want to carry that into 2021. It's a really good activity. I've asked adults before, parents before, uh, to imagine their child, their son, their daughter, as an adult, right? So these are these are parents with young children, and, and now your your child is an adult, early mid 30s, and they're describing the home environment that they grew up in. Parents will give answers like joyful and, and, and fun and peaceful and all good things, right? But then the follow-up question to that is, okay, what are you doing to create that environment? And what you just said, Taylor, in terms of that activity of, of de- defining or, or telling your kids what, what it means for you, for you to be a hasty that's or right. for you to be a member in that family, that's such a great activity. Well, it's a simple question because – and, and I don't know how I got there. I don't I, I, I don't remember exactly what it wasn't original to me. So I, I wish I could remember exactly how I got that idea. But it was just, hey, it could have been the Holy Spirit. It, it may have been, uh, which is a, he's a phenomenal guide. I wish I listened to him more. So maybe Absolutely. that would be a 2021 uh, go. a goal. But I think it's it's OK. That's Being a, a hasty have. means something. But what does it mean? So we spent this year trying to answer that question. And then it's interesting how if you have an understanding about that, you can go back to that over and over and over again. When you discipline your children, when you're thinking about how you're going to spend money, when you're thinking about it can guide you along with scriptural principles, because ultimately that's what we want. We want 
what does it mean to be hasty, to be defined by things in Scripture that we pull out? Uh, because we can't be everything. Yeah, we, right, I, and I think right. sometimes we get caught there like, okay, yeah. 2021 is going to be the year in which everything, everything. happens. Right. We do everything. And that's just not, that's not a healthy way right. to look at the year. We lose so, all the weight. We pay off all the debt. Right. That's right. And, but but in, in essence, what you're doing is you're creating a mission statement for your family to live by. Yeah. Yes. That's a good way to look at it. I think. And then you then you build strategies around that. So, you know, for instance, I go to breakfast with my boys every Friday morning because I want to disciple them to be young men. And we take that that time every Friday morning because you get busy during the week. Nights happen at sports. Other extracurricular activities get in the way. And so it's like, hey, every Friday morning, they know we're going to get up and go to breakfast with dad. And so we go to breakfast and sometimes we talk about important, you know, really incredible things that I think are going to be important for their life or they've asked me questions and sometimes we sit there and eat waffles and and you know what's so good about about that we did donuts with Daniel I did donuts with Daniel with with my boys um, this year knowing that knowing that what was really motivating them to have that Bible study was the donuts yeah that's right Probably what your kids are, are what your boys, and, and as, as wonderful as they are, what was exciting, what, what excited them the most was waffles. Well, yeah, it was, it, it was not you. eating a granola bar or a bowl exactly. of cereal for breakfast. And parents, yeah. that's okay. It's totally okay because quantity builds quality. Mm, that's good. Wow. Yeah. We could, I like that. We could, we could maybe, kind of a mic drop. Yeah, that's right. What else is there to say after that? Right. But you're, you're right, though. So when it comes to thinking about 2021 and, and truly considering what's going to be important for us, if you just wing it, Caroline, are you going to just wing it going into 2021? After all, we are, we've been talking about planning now for three episodes of a podcast. So what approach are you going to take this year? That's a good question. I can take multiple approaches, right? I can li- go back and listen to the last three episodes that we've done, and I can apply each and every one of those things that we've done in, in those episodes and stretch them out to 2021. Could I not? You could, yeah. And then I could also, what we're talking about now, instead of just winging it, I could think about what I want for my family and create a mission statement around that, right? I like the mission statement thought. That, that's that's a good thought. That's a good word. One One of the things that... Jen, I read this in a book a few years ago. It was a Gary Smalley book. Gary Smalley was was kind of a marriage family therapist guru, and uh, did a lot of did a lot of great teachings, a lot of great lessons. Wrote some good books, but one of the one of the things he was talking about in one of his books, he was referencing a a fight that he and his wife got into, and and his build up to this story. He talks about them being in Hawaii. He's going to be leading a marriage seminar in Hawaii. And so they were really excited. They went down a few days early. And as he's setting up the story and, and just kind of giving some of those, those anecdotes, he says, we were going to go early. It was going to be great. We were going to do our marriage planning for the next year. We were going to have fun. But it was, it was that one little sidebar note that kind of struck a nerve with me. And I thought, man, that's interesting. That's not anything that Jen and I have ever considered in terms of getting away for uh, a few days and planning out our new year. And so over the last couple of years, this is, this is a strategy that we've implemented is just getting, getting away. I mean, a few weeks ago, it was just 27 hours. That was all, that was all we had, but that was a start. But, but topics that we want to consider as we're doing that is one, what is a possible theme for us as a couple? 
right? And, and then us as a family, uh, we came up with the word together. And, and together we, and, and together we forgive, together we love, together we serve, together what are we going to be? We talk about travel plans, all right, what are the what are the things where where are the places that we might want to go? You know, we we have a kind of a significant year coming up and then we have one graduating middle school, one graduating elementary school, one graduating preschool. So there's some fun things to celebrate coming up. We try to talk about budget. We didn't get as far into that in the last 27 hours, but we talk about books that we want to read. Uh, there's other things that I know we can add to that, but for us that's that's a strategy that we've been able to implement in planning and preparing I, for. I love that it's that simple. Because sometimes we make resolutions or we pick goals and we make them so big that even talking about it or thinking about it makes us tired. We're like, oh, Oh, and then you give up. And then you give up. You give up before you even start because you're like, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I think I can pull that off or I will start tomorrow or whatever. And so I think keeping it simple. Uh, making, you know, picking things that are going to help you guide throughout the year, like you said, together. So I'm thinking, hey, if the Shonings are going to travel, then they're going to figure out how to do it together because that's your theme for the year, right? So that's already guiding. You don't have a travel goal. You just have something, a mission statement or just a word that guides you. I love the one word approach. Uh, it's something that it comes from John Gordon. He wrote, he wrote this book called One Word. I got challenged with it several years ago and it was find a word, pray and seek the Lord and find a word to kind of be the word that comes back to your mind over and over and over again. For instance, in 2020, my word was remember. The interesting thing about that is this, what a word. this year, I know this year, maybe I haven't forgot. I mean, I, I maybe my word should have been forget because I can't tell you how much through everything we've been through, forget the faithfulness of God, forget the, sure. the, 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 the mission statement for our family of what it means to, to teach our boys and to be together and to, to think about shepherding my little girl, like forget, but in the midst of all that, I'm consistently reminded and remember right. all that God has done, who he is, who his character is, and, and be able to draw yeah, that. So I picking help. a word for 2021 is key. I can't help but think how absolutely appropriate that word remember is. Remember, God would say, remember I that I am faithful. Hmm. Remember that I am with you. For for anyone who, who might be, I, I guess, looking forward or looking into peering into the window of 2021 with some angst with some fear of oh my goodness 2020 came on us like a banshee right we did not see this coming what in the world does 2021 hold for us and rather than our eyes being fixated on a calendar if we can learn how to focus and fixate our eyes on Jesus, I think there's all kinds of things that we will remember in terms of God being faithful. And, and so truly, I, I am excited for what God is going to do. Can't say I'm excited for any other things that might be coming up, but I'm excited for what God is going to do. And, and if we could hold on to these things, and, and one of the ways that we're going to hold on to is how we're planning and how we're preparing for 2021. Remember is such a great word. In fact, we want you to remember all four podcasts and all four videos are available at SilverdaleBC.com slash Family Life. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. 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 
Thank you for listening to this podcast from Silverdale Baptist Church. If you like what you've heard, remember to subscribe to this podcast, click like, and then share it with your friends and family. This podcast is produced by the creative team at Silverdale Baptist Church. Connect with us anytime at silverdalebc.com. Merry Christmas and have a wonderful week. Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called The Seven Commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands, and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale, and we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please, stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.